Hey, we appreciate your tuning in for the second part of our podcast. Let's get back to the discussion. The question I have for you, and again, you, you've, you've sort of discussed and described maybe the benefits of it and what it can do. I mean, when does the contractor make the choice of what technology and how much to buy? Obviously, everything's not cheap, so that's not the point. But at some point, they they got to make a purchase or a leasing decision. Let's let's don't discuss that just yet. What what are some technical elements that maybe they should be including in their research before they make a decision on a piece of equipment? Would would there could you maybe magnify that a bit? Yeah, so at Caterpillar, we like to always start with the application. It's application-based, hence the reason we have two different technologies, just to review compaction meter value, accelerometer base for um, aggregate-type particles, and then machine drive power on the MDP for more cohesive materials. So it's it's application-based at the beginning, selecting that right technology that is fit for me. If I'm in hot-mix asphalt pavement and I'm measuring soil stiffness or stiffness of the hot-mix asphalt mat, and I'm using asphalt compactors, there's one and only technology available for me, and that's compaction meter value CMV. When I excite the drum with the vibratory forces, it is reading, again, um, that bounce back off of the drum. So, again, application-based and making sure we're matching the machine to the mission. Okay. And regarding, and again, I know it depends on the type of people we have, and I don't want to get into that. We'll have we'll save that for another podcast. But from a research standpoint, how does that now that could affect whether I buy a piece of equipment or lease it. So let's let's have that discussion, Jason. I mean, that battle of there's always that mental battle. You know, I go to I go to the the biggest shows. You know, like you guys do that that Caterpillar's at the big equipment shows and all that. I'll be at Connex this next year speaking and all that. And the and the and the you guys are you guys your equipment just looks like you know candy. It's a candy store. You know, it's just man, everybody wants it. But when should, what should that contractor be thinking of? Do I buy this piece of equipment or should I really lease it? And when I talk about, when you, when you, you kind of scare me a little bit, uh, when you, when you, Lonnie, when you talk about the, the, the technology portion of it, because I'm thinking I've got a lot of clients that are not necessarily technical experts, and they would admit that, but they're getting into stuff that's going to be more technical. I mean, when do you make the decision on when to buy and when to when to lease? Jason, any thoughts on that? Well, one, I don't think there's, you know, an easy answer for everybody. Any type of technology, you know, Lonnie and myself have always preached, you know, try it before you buy it. Mm-hmm. You know, if you if you want to use CMV or the jobs requiring CMV, mm-hmm. you don't know if you're going to get another job that's going to require CMV. You know, rent that piece of equipment yeah. with it on it, or lease that piece of equipment. Okay. We're finding more and more people will start that way. They'll rent or they'll lease, and then they turn around and buying because the, they're learning that the technology is actually paying for itself in safe time, manpower, fuel. Um, you know, the other thing you got to look at is is the life of that technology. How fast is that technology changing? You know, I don't want to be sitting on an iPhone four. For, you know, five years from now, when the iPhone tens out, for example, because the technology is different. Well, stop. Let me I, I, let me interrupt you just a moment. You just said something that was powerful because I know, you know, contractors are kind of a funny group. You know, having been one, and I know you know you've been one as well. The 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 um, we love toys, but I've seen contractors that have an Apple iPhone four or a flip phone. Yeah, still. Or a flip phone, right? Right. I mean, come on, guys, it's time <laughs> to get stay with the, the comfort toy. level. Yeah, exactly. Right. But it's funny that they'll they'll actually spend money on some of that stuff, but then they'll use archaic equipment. And I'm going, wait a minute, you 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 got to get with the new system because you're going to get beat out. Oh, you are. 
it's it's going to happen. People that are adopting the technology are going to be faster, more efficient, and more cost effective than those yeah. that aren't. It's a it's a fact. Yeah, yeah. Good discussion. Do good. Any other thoughts on just overall anything related to the technical aspect? You know, again, I don't want to get in the employee side. We'll talk about that later. But if you're not prepared technically for or don't under you have a hard time adjusting to technical advances then leasing to me sounds like it's the right option but even more than that we need to be educating our own workforce a little bit more shouldn't we with the guys are going to be leading and running the equipment absolutely yeah training is everything brad we need to do a better job investing in training instead of the half a percent that we're known to train And, and again contractors are at different points in this some do it very well um so again, as far as the, the fear of entry, this is a new technology, we don't use it, we're being asked mm-hmm. to use it. That's where us at Caterpillar ask, please utilize our dealer network yeah. and the experts inside the dealer, have them walk the journey with you and uh, they will get you set up with what you need. Well, let me, and, 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 and now we don't, we don't do a lot of this. I really appreciate you two guys for being very, very good about this, but let me put a plug in for Caterpillar. How how can local dealers help the contractors? Because they're hiring new people, and not everybody is a genius on technology. So what what can the dealers do for their their contractors? Uh, it's, it's end-to-end from our dealers. I mean, they okay. can help you specify the equipment. They can help you specify the technology based on the application. They can help you justify the cost of that machine or the cost of that technology on that machine, um, whether it's through manpower or just rental costs, acquisition costs job site savings and then they also have people that will come out and as Lonnie mentioned will stand right next to you and and work with your operators on a daily weekly basis or a refresher basis to make sure that they're maximizing the efficiency of the machine and the technology. I think that's important to follow up. I've got a good friend I'll close out with this but he he sold for a large uh, Bombardier organization and good 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 planes obviously but he always said that you know one of the most expensive is not the purchase of the of the of the plane it's the it's the after <laughs> cost yes. it's after of, the yeah, sale of maintenance. Cost, yeah but the fact is is that th- their reputation to me compares to a cadillac type image and and i know my wife and i bought a car from a dealer that we we paid more but we know we're going to get great service and understanding and all that kind of stuff you guys really do a good job of that caterpillar i, mean, I hear that all the time so i really appreciate that and in, in your honesty in that area well hopefully you've enjoyed this podcast wow i found out a little bit more about intelligent compaction uh, than I that I knew before, and it is changing. Like anything else, it's changing, and, and I know that you guys are at the at the heartbeat of that. So, hey, hopefully you've gotten uh, taken some things away from this podcast. Thank you for joining us, and uh, put the things you've heard today put it to use when you're out looking and researching your own piece of equipment. Make sure you're using some of the components and the ideas that uh, both Jason and Lonnie have shared with us today. Thank you for listening. Good luck. <laughs>